Well, we've been talking about it, and we're finally going to get to it. The 40-man roster construction. I am extremely excited. You know I've got uh, – I'm excited when I have an Excel spreadsheet open. I've got pen and paper, and, of course, I've got a white Russian left of me. So let's get started right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. You can also find us on the social medias, X and Instagram, and email us anytime with those mailbag questions, comments, concerns, and hot takes. LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Well, we will have a pair of roster crunch episodes, 40-man roster crunch episodes. Today's episode will mainly focus on the guys that are on the 60-day IL and free agents to be, while Monday's episode will focus on pitchers and position players on the 40-man currently who will get or who we think will get dropped off and the Rule 5 eligible players that will need to be added or we think need to be added to the 40-man. So with that, uh, let's go ahead and get rolling. Um, Ulysses, correct me if I'm wrong, but there are seven players on the 60-day IL currently on the 40-man. And a little administrative issue here. Uh, the 40-man presently, as of today, has 46 players on the roster, correct? All of that is correct. We're not going to go down the 46 names on the 40-man roster. You can easily go to racebaseball.com and then choose to see the 40-man roster. I think that will help uh, uh, everybody that's watching on YouTube. Just grab another uh, yeah. tab open and, and then uh, follow along. It'll be really easy for you to do that unless you're not a visual person and then wow kudos to you because that's pretty awesome uh like on, we're and, and i'll just say this we're not yeah. we don't really need to go out there and say hey josh lowe is going to be on the 40-man roster next yeah year. i, th I think he like, is going to be on the 40-man roster next year these are yeah. more of those fringe quality players yeah let's let's use our our raise common sense here and and not a lot of hot takes, you know, yeah. uh, you know, okay. So, uh, before we get started, we have to paint a picture. So first you said there were 46 men, uh, on the 40 man roster, which is correct. And you also said that there were seven men on the 60 day IL. Those seven names are Shane Boz, Garrett Clevenger, Calvin Fauche, Shane McClanahan, Drew Rasmussen, Jeffrey Springs, Greg Jones. However, we're also going to be talking about free agents. And from the 40-man roster, there are three pending free agents. Chris Devensky, Jake Diekman, and Robert Stevenson. Bullpen, bullpen, bullpen. Kevin, my first question to you is, where would you like to start? Free agent talk or 60-day IL, guys? Let's start with the 60-day IL. Okay. From those names on the 60-day IL, what is the first thing that screams at you? 
The first thing that screams at me is Shane Boz is a no-brainer. Shane McClanahan is a no-brainer. Drew Rasmussen is a no-brainer. And Jeffrey Springs is a no-brainer. I mean, it's going to be a while before some of those guys pitch again in a Rays uniform, but you have to find a way to get them back on the 40-man roster. Okay. So what I'm hearing from you is that there would be three names left, which would be Gary Clevenger, Calvin Fauché, and Greg Jones. Of those three guys, if you had to pick one name to stay, who would Oof. it be and why? Well, let me let me throw it back at you. Is your determination in all this that there's only one additional name on the 60-day IL that would be added besides the obvious ones? Yeah, I don't I don't think important one. I think from those seven names, Kev, uh one, two, three, four of those are must-haves, which are the ones that you said, the two Shanes, Drew and Jeffrey. And I think there's one more name there um, that should be given a chance. There are two there that I think are you if if you okay. on how about yeah. we start with this? Are we okay with not keeping around Calvin Fauche? I am a hundred percent okay with not keeping Calvin Fauche. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know that he was acquired in the Nelson Cruz deal, and we're trying to make that a thing. We're trying to continue to make him successful. And I know he has an intriguing profile, but clearly something is not working. And we know how the Rays like to shuffle and Rolodex through relievers. So uh, I think he would be a clear candidate. Now, let me move along here. Um, what was, can you enlighten the audience on Garrett Clevenger's injury? Gosh, uh, man. Can okay, I, I have it in front of me. Sorry, I, I okay. looked it up. Uh, Garrett Clevenger on May 12th, left-handed pitcher, was transferred from the 15-day injured list to the 60-day injured list. Wait, wait, wait. Knee? Was it the knee? Right knee sprain. Okay, so okay. nothing with the arm, shoulder, hand, wrist, elbow. So that's a good sign. Yeah. I mean... I like that. I like the fact that you can you uh, uh, Jeffrey Springs. Uh, he had a similar injury mm -hmm. uh, in 2021, and he came back and just showed up in 2022 and was like, "Oh, this is a new shiny object." So, um, yeah, I'm okay with. I, I I I've said this before. Garrett Clevenger just screams at me. 2010 Jake McGee vibes. Like it's just I want him to be that guy. I think he can be that guy. If he just stays on the field healthy, I think that that that's a possibility. I think he's got the stuff. I I would very much like to keep Garrett Garrett Clevenger in this forty man roster. Okay, I'm with you. I'm fine with keeping Garrett Clevenger on the forty man roster, and he and many others out there would kill to have a career like Jake McGee had. I think just recently retired about yep. a year or so yep. ago. I think. I mean, I'd have to look at his B ref page, but played close to a dozen years or more in mm -hmm. the big leagues. And I know like the case with many guys, you might have been drafted and developed as a starter. doesn't work out for whatever reason. You can still carve out a really nice role for yourself as a reliever. And you don't have to be 
Craig Kimbrell or Aroldis Chapman or Mariano Rivera to have long-term longevity success. Quick name that tri- uh, name that war trivia slash question. What do you think is uh, uh, Jake McGee's war? Jake McGee's career war is probably wait wait when I say when I put my 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 three fingers up, we both said at the same time. Okay. Okay. Sixteen. Fourteen. Boom. Which Boom. again, reliever war is kind of messy and not really does it justice sometimes. What's more maybe important and imperative is his bank account and what he earned over that <laughs> career. Because I would have to guess um, he probably made close to $50 million thereabouts. We are, uh, we gave him uh, a little bit more love. He's actually seven war according to uh, okay. BRF, but, but you are right on the money. $49 million for Jake McGee. So yeah, pretty great career. Okay. So Garrett Clevenger, I'm fine with keeping him into the shuffle. I would also like to argue or make a case for Greg Jones. I know we've been bearish on Greg Jones recently, but he was pretty dynamic when he got the call up to triple a. I don't know why he was unsuccessful or why he had a slow start in double a could have been personal issues could have been not a hundred percent healthy. Maybe he thought he was above double a regardless. Once he got the promotion to triple a, he produced and put up really good numbers. I know strikeouts is always going to be an issue, but the tools are there. The athleticism is there and it's translated at the second highest level of professional baseball. And I know that he's listed as a shortstop middle infielder, but I know that the Rays have toyed with him in the outfield. I think center field predominantly. And I'm just thinking down the line of, there is a lot of uncertainty in the world today, and it's important to be prepared. And that's why the Jace case is a must-have. The Jace case is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. You can also customize your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. You can choose the medications that best fit you and your family's unique needs. And now you can even buy gift cards for your family or loved ones with the holidays coming up so that they can get a Jace case of their own. So today, go to jacemedical.com and enter code LOCKED ON, L O C K E D O N, at checkout for $20 for a discount on your order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED ON, L O C K E D O N at jace that's j-a-s-e medical.com manny margo may not be on this roster long term and um i feel like the rays have drafted and spent so much time trying to build up greg jones that they give him one last shot like this is the year to take hold and um make your breaks create your breaks. And if you screw it up, if you can't do anything with it, then we'll put you out to pasture. But I mean, if, if Vidal Brujan can't be successful, if other guys that get the call up can't be successful, give Greg Jones a shot. If Tristan Gray can get a shot, Greg Jones maybe deserves a shot. 
I don't disagree with that last bit that you said. And yes, he did kind of go off in AAA in the 51 games he played. The problem is, is that who is Greg Jones? Because you have a Greg Jones that for parts of three seasons, he was a 60 WRC plus, 88 WRC plus, 65 WRC plus, and that's double A. Now in AAA, he was a 101 WRC plus, so he's basically at average, um, which might not be what you want from somebody in AAA, but if you if he is giving you the glove in center field and you can also plug him in at short and second and third, then that's a little bit more valuable. But I feel like if you're just being a 101 WRC plus guy in AAA, man, you're going to get a dent when you go to MLB. And then what what is that dent? Yeah. 15, 85 WRC plus. If it's more than that, then you basically now have Taylor Walls and Greg Jones doing the same thing as Taylor Walls did with Vidal Bruhan. That's fair. I just think that maybe he turned a corner and maybe there's something in how he approaches the game now. Maybe it took him a couple years to really figure things out. Because let's remember that, yes, he did get drafted out of college, but it was UNC Wilmington. It wasn't University of North Carolina. It wasn't an ACC school or an SEC school or a Pac-12 school, whatever it may be. Um, So I think there's some some meat on the bone that the Rays don't want to chew off with him. And to your to your point, he was uh, a professional in 2019. Guess what happened the year after, people? COVID. COVID. Year. Yeah, that so, delayed him and many others by like, by a factor. And and I mentioned Manny Margot. So like this is the the big question. Um, and you know I I don't know how much we probably won't get it into. Well, I guess I'm sort of going a little bit ahead of ourselves with the second episode, but just think about the guys that are currently on the outfield 40 man. How many of those guys are going to be on the roster next year? I see at least three or probably three names that could be coming off the board, making way for Greg Jones. Okay, I mean, if I'm you going want me to give you the names. I'll go ahead and give you the names. <laughs> okay. I mean, I I think with Greg Jones, and, um... and I'll just tell you, it's it's Randy okay, Rosarena is not going me. anywhere. Josh before Lowe you... isn't going anywhere. Jose Siri isn't going anywhere. Before... But there's a couple other guys that could be going somewhere. I just okay. Let me ask you this question: If you're if you're putting Greg Jones in this forty man, Kevin. What are you doing with Vidal Bruhan? Are you really staying with Vidal Bruhan in the 40 man? Or are you switching Greg Jones for Vidal Bruhan then? That's exactly what I would be doing is switching Greg Jones for Vidal Bruhan. Okay. However, that, that happens. Okay. And I don't know if it's necessarily fair, but Vidal Bruhan has shown me really nothing. Yeah. That Unfortunately. makes him worthy of sticking around. Um, and at the end of the day, if we're being honest, Vidal Bruhan and Greg Jones might be like the same player. They might be quad A players. You're really in a pinch. You call them up for a couple games, and that's it. Yeah. So, so... I, I kind of see them as interchangeable. And if Vidal's not having success at the big leagues, give Greg Jones a shot. 
Now, do you have in front of you uh, his uh, injury? Uh, I can look it up right now. And and please, uh, listeners, just this is kind of a fun episode or two episode arc where we're working through all this together. We're talking through it. We're Eric Neander and Peter Bendix. And we're Kevin in a room. Cash back and forth. In. Yeah. Uh, a right uh, hamstring right strain. Ham, right hamstring strain. Yeah. So, okay. I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay with betting on that if it wasn't an elbow, if it wasn't a shoulder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, a Something wrist. that would require surgery. Right. So, hamstring. Okay. okay. If you want to play that game, let's play that game and, yeah. and, and keep Greg Jones. I had already, uh, uh, sh- shuttled him off uh the roster so okay so in this case now we're left with shane boss garrett clevenger shane mcclanahan drew rasmussen jeffrey springs and get greg jones so we're we're really just saying goodbye farewell of it and saying good night to uh calvin fauche calvin fauche unfortunately or fortunately if you're a race fan right both so um so we have that answered um and I mean, it sucks and it doesn't suck. Like when those guys are healthy, you want them part of your team. But right now it kind of hamstrings your your 40 man roster after the World Series because you know you can't use them for a certain period of time uh, or won't be able to use them for a certain period of time. But you got to keep them around. So, yeah. And okay. Well, because of this, Kevin, at this edition of, of Greg Jones. We've kept six of the seven, which means that our 46 40-man roster, because there were 46 men in the 40-man roster, mm-hmm. we've basically just uh, sh- shut it down from 46 to 45. So we're still five over. So let's switch this conversation to free agents. Yes. Um, so regarding free agents, there are only three that we can talk about, which is Chris Devensky, Jake Diekman, Robert Stevenson. Uh, let's start with uh, the obvious, uh, the the most high leverage pitcher in all of the playoffs for 2023, Mr. Chris Devensky. I mean, they do I do I uh, sense a tinge of sarcasm? Just just a tad. The guy that Kevin Cash and company said, you know who I want to give the ball to? 2-0 high leverage situation right now. It's not Pete Fairbanks. It's not Robert Stevenson. It's not Sean Armstrong. It's not Kitty. Kitty Cat. Andrew Kittrich. No, no, no. Chris Devensky. Thank you for all your service, Chris Devensky. A tout à l'heure, as the French would say. See you later. Now, starting November 1st, for the fourth year in a row, Ibotta is giving 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving feast. Pretty neat, right? Just add the offers in the app to redeem for everything you need to make your Thanksgiving feast complete. All you have to do is shop at your favorite retailers and upload your receipt. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. So you can ensure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. 
Now, some other apps out there will give you points that don't really amount to much. Well, with Ibotta, you get real cash back that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. You can also earn cash back on hundreds, hundreds, I said, of online brands and retailers, too, when you start with Ibotta, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Surely you've heard of those brands, right? Uh, download the Ibotta app now and use code MLB to get 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving dinner starting November 1. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free, F-R-E-E, free, okay? Ibotta app and use code M-L-B. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use that code. I'll say it one more time. MLB. That stands for Major League Baseball. MLB. Uh, I don't disagree with that. And I think as a rule, I mean, the Rays are pretty fungible with their relief core. So I don't know if there's anything that screams, hey, we have to do whatever we can to bring Chris Davinsky back. Yeah. Cool change up. Cool change up. Yeah. Nice pitch. But you can always bring him back. He gets signed by another team. They DFA him and then you reacquire him. You do the whole Cole Solcer run around. Hello, another name that we yeah. will talk about. Um, so no on Chris Davinsky, free agent. Okay, what about Jake Diekman? How do you feel about Jake Diekman? So I would like to bring back Jake Diekman, and it kind of brings it's it's maybe the same issue that you may have with Diekman and Stevenson, maybe more so with Stevenson, is they may have played so well in a raised uniform that um that they the, the rays don't they can't afford them but they don't want to pay them what they're going to get on the open market perfect and they can just say we'll find jake deekman 2.0 robert stevenson 2.0 in 2024 we've exactly. done it a million times over we know how to do this. even though it's it took just... us till july or august to get the formula right right um as opposed to april or or may um, we can, we can rotate them and shuffle them and do fine. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, having said all that, I would like to see them keep, I mean, one of the three, one of the two between Jake Deakman and Robert Stevenson in a perfect world. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Same here. I would like to keep both of them, but I think that they, they outplayed what the Rays are willing to, to pay for them. And I like the way that you said that Kev, you said they could pay for them. Yes. which is 100% true, but they're just not willing to do that because of Ross, of of how you're going to allocate that money. You have a certain you know amount of, of coins, right? and you can't be spending Brooks Raley money on a Diekman or a Stevenson. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's, it's just not okay. When, because let's something that we have to already talk about uh, to make that uh, make that make sense a little bit. The Rays have under contract right now things that they will have to pay no matter what. They will have to pay Glasnow, Eflin, Margot, Brendan Lau, Yandy Diaz, Springs, Fairbanks, and Franco. Okay? Those Until they play. maybe trade those guys. Exactly. And so, we're not even opening that can of worms. Right. This is so, purely an administrative exercise because we have to set a 40-man 
five days after the World Series in advance of the Rule 5 draft. Exactly, Kevin. So when I look at that, those those names that are under contract, if you add that all up, it's $74 million. 74 For those handful of guys? For eight players. Holy eight players. cow. What would become Just the Phillies? Quickly. Are we the Mets all of a sudden? <laughs> I know. Are we the so, Dodgers? <laughs> Yankees? Who have we turned into? So eight players. Glass now 25. Eflin 11. Margot 10. Lau 8.7. Yandi 8. Springs 5.2. Fairbanks 3.6. And then Wander 2.4. So a lot of injury, plone, uh, injury prone players, I should say. Yeah. So that's 74 mil. So when Kevin says and which I agree with, you don't want to put money on, on Deakman and Stevenson. It's because of that. Like you would yeah. be, we, you would be just tying your, your, your hands up for the rest of the off season because you played cute right. with a, with a reliever that you're really good at building bullpens. Now I will say this, um, you know, maybe the Rays look, they, they bring back a free agent or two with the intention. Okay. We're going to eat this money for now, knowing that we are going to trade Tyler Glass now and Manny Margot if and when the deal is right. And a little addendum to all that, I could see a scenario where Jake Diekman maybe takes a friendly recency bias discount of he's been in the league for a long time. I think he's got a family, kids. He's made his money. He's had a very nice career. Maybe he's just like, I don't want to move around to another city in another state. I don't want to have to uproot my family. I really enjoyed my time in Tampa Bay. I don't need a, a one-year $8 million contract or a two-year $11 million contract if, if, that, if that market is even out there for them. I, I agree. If there's one guy that they could keep between Stevenson and Diekman, it would be Diekman. Yeah. And from a lot of what uh, Trisha tweeted and and or xed i don't know how, how yeah. tweeted whatever um she always always when she talked about the clubhouse she always had a deekman quote and like deekman did yeah. this and deekman did that and deekman commented on like the Elder was, statesman klosky yeah. even did like a really nice i don't know five minute interview q a with him on clubhouse culture and environment and playing with the rays and what he hopes to impart to the younger guys. So, so there is uh, your, definitely I can, some. I can see your part. I can see your point of view saying, hey, he might he might want to um, stay with the, the Rays maybe for a discount. I mean, not too much of a discount, depending on how the market is. I mean, look, if, if the dude gets Brooks Raley money from, I don't know, just grab a team from out of the hat, the Twins, the, the, the Mets, whatever you want, right. the Dodgers. Yeah, then he's gone. Not duh. But if the market is kind of com- comparable, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if he were to stay in Tampa. So, uh, St. Pete. Uh, but, 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 I have to lean on history. And the history is Rays don't spend on bullpen guys. And if they do, it's not people that overperformed or perform really well with them. It's guys yeah. who they think are going to perform really well with them. You mentioned one already, Brooks Raley. Aaron Loop, you another those types of dudes. 
Colin McHugh, yeah. you, the list is endless. Benoit, so, Soriano. So I'm saying I don't think we're going to see Deakman, and I don't think we're going to see Stevenson. So in my head, three out of three free agents, gone. That is fair. I'm with you on that uh, sentiment. So as we close this episode, part one of our 40-man exercise, what is our quote-unquote 40-man roster at? Okay, so the 40-man roster, if we only shaved off one guy from the 60-day IL from our 46-man roster, then we're down to 45. Now we're taking off three out of three free agents – so we're left with 42. We are two above board, Kevin. That's good. All right. Uh, more to come on this. Stay tuned for Monday's episode where we will wrap up this exercise. 